0: And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O2 Podcast, the Ohio Outdoors Podcast here on the Sportsman's Empire Network.
1: Paul. It's here, man. You're in the dark it's over started. there. I'm in the dark and I'm in these lights on in my office, man. It's uh, cold down here. I'm in a pissy mood. Uh, so I just want the lights off. You can still see me. You can kind of see the shadow Depre- of, my, of my depression, Paul. Oh man, what a week, man! What a week I've been on. Turkey season's here, though, man. That's a, that's been that's been fun. Ah, this weather is pissing me off, dude. I mean, just pulling up, just pulling up the, the the quick ten day here. I mean, it's getting it's getting better because there's only three days with a chance of rain. Earlier, it was like nine days with a chance of rain,
0: but dude, it's like. It's just crummy. It's Ohio. Crummy. You know, we've had our little spells there of really nice weather. And it's always funny to me when it's like 80 degrees out and sunny and beautiful. And you're like, Oh, those weathermen are stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. They're saying it's going to be 40 degrees tomorrow. There's no way. Well, sure as hell. And then it does. It does. Yeah, We've had it all. And, and, you know, honestly in these
1: early spring and it's not even early spring. I was it mid spring, I guess. Um, man, I, I don't know. I've I've turkey hunted in the same type of weather, so I feel like what we're having now is just like this is like a standard, typical opening week of turkey season. But like you and I talked about the other day when we went out on the opener, it. Remember that open as long as I've been hunting, I don't remember that
0: much vegetation. I don't remember the leaves being leafed out. I don't know. What do you think? No, I'm with you. I mean, I, we started, we never had a winter, right? We had that, that first cold snap at Christmas. And realistically, that was about the only cold snap. I think we had one other measurable snow, maybe two. So, I mean, everything is just accelerated. And we've had cold snaps that kind of slow it down for a second. And I don't know. To me, there's some spring, some of the spring side of things feels average, but what I you know, at this point, average sucks. Like you're you once you've had that taste of those nice days, it's it's like let's go. Yeah, and like I agree with you. I I think phenologically things are blooming fairly on schedule at this point. Might be a little bit ahead uh, with some phenol. Of the, what phenol? Phenol. I can't remember that word now. Oh, you can't do it. You said it once. You shot. You shot your shot, and that's it. Blue wad. There you <laughs> go. Uh, phenological. There it is. Yeah. Something like that. So you have to bleep that out if you say that again, right? <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, so yeah, but I, I think one of the things that's really cool, and you see it in deer season two, where you start the opposite where you got lots of leaves on the trees and you're waiting for them to go down so then you can see more and all that kind of stuff. Man, though, it's I remember going out with you last weekend of the season last year, and it was like being in the jungle and you can't hear anything, you yeah. can't see anything. This uh this year there we're kind of seem to be at a fast start to that. Yeah, I went out today. I went to to some public land here
1: in in East Central Ohio, and and man, it was it still wasn't you know obviously completely bushed out, if you will, but man, it was it was getting there. And I'm I'm thinking like man, for opening week, like this is just crazy how how green it is. So I mean, there's been there's been opening weeks of the season where like there's nothing green on the ground. Well, nothing is. I got to stop talking in absolutes. So and We'll get into that, but you know, there's definitely there's definitely not that much green uh, normally. So I don't know. We'll see. Birds were active though on Saturday and Sunday from from reports that I that I got from people. So and so let's 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 thank the sponsors of this program, Andrew. Time to go out.com find the Apple store on the Android uh, everything that the hunter in this country needs to hunt deer turkey all the fishing stuff they got the ditch pickle kits come, are, are out so if you're looking for a new rod do bass fishing gear pan fishing gear they got all of it time to go out of clump. if you got the app find us o2 podcast find me Paul Campbell Andrew you're also on there sign up for an account ten dollars on off of your next order pretty cool they got a ton of stuff for the the, uh, angler here in the state of ohio so check them out go
0: wild okay paul real quick before we get on to any more i as a novice still in the turkey hunting industry give me the paul campbell list of five things a turkey hunter must take out in the woods with them gear wise Mm, gear wise so i'm gonna say
1: thermosel number one really um yeah dude uh, well i mean if you're just like looking for gear i'm not talking about like everyone we're, we're not talking about turkey calls we're not going to talk about like a turkey vest you get, like that's the stuff that
0: well i would i would consider like, those on the list yeah well so hell we'll put on the list dude yeah, i'm going to take thermos cell for sure that's gun out what's that don't put a gun in gun is not part of the fire yeah group. yeah, yeah. so it.
1: yeah man like a thermostat is is i'm is, I mean, is, is is a must um, the one thing that I'm really big on is like a really good pair of boots. Um, especially if you're like running a gun and gunning, if you're walking a lot, uh, you know, hills here, here in the state, a good pair of boots is paramount go wide actually has like probably my favorite pair of boots. There's uh there's a pair of Irish shed vapor tracks, huge fan of those super light. They get, and that's what I like. I don't like the big clunky, clunky boots. Um, a good comfortable turkey vest, man, uh, is 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 another one. If you're going to be doing a lot of sitting, you know, you can get a stool. But I like, in, in turkey vests are just there's there's different as is the you know the people on this planet, right? I mean, they're all you know, minimalist. And then you've got you know the primos vest that you can stick freaking everything in and take everything with you. So it's really whatever your personal preference is. Um, like a good pair of clippers. Man, that I know that I don't know if go out selling those, but that's something that that uh you are definitely gonna want in the turkey woods, uh, from time to time. So get you a pair of, you can go to the dollar store or you know, Harbor Freight and get like real cheap pair.
0: And what pair you're talking clippers. about so clippers many... is like a pair of pruning shears, right? Hand Yeah, pruning shears, so, yeah, man. So so that just to cut up with that
1: brush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, cut down screens or cut down, you know, small shooting lanes. Um for a guy my size, man, there's always something in my way when I sit down on the tree. So, yeah, those are nice to have. So, what's that five? that, five? I feel pretty good. I think it's five.
0: Boots? vest, Boots? vest, pruning shears? What was the other one? Thermosal? Thermosal. Yeah. four.
1: Yeah. And, indeed, uh, a, a turkey call, you're comfortable with. Yep. Whatever it is. Give it that. And so, we're hunting. Uh, we're... Go ahead. What's that? Yeah, like, you... Some people were like, oh, I hate box calls. Kenny Keaton, I love you. I know you're listening. He's always running his mouth about the freaking box call. I hate it. It sounds good, man. Why do you hate it? Just use whatever you're comfortable with, man. If you're comfortable with a box call, pot call, a trough call, a tube call, a trumpet, mouth call, doesn't matter. If you're comfortable with it, a turkey's going to gobble at it or, or, or come to it. So, yeah, that's it. a call that you
0: are comfortable with. And honestly, on Saturday, it was rain gear. That was uh, an important Oh Part of our God. equation there, but anywho, you can find yeah. all that stuff at Go Wild if uh, if you're looking for gear and check out the reviews and you know people are out there showing you what they're using. They'll tell you what they think of it. No problem there. So yeah,
1: for sure. So, Gunworks dot com. Ohio outdoors five use that code save five percent off of every order uh, that you put in. Parts Finder is amazing. So if you're working on an AR this this year, this summer shooting if you're if you're sighting in a rifle Andrew they have everything for the north american gunsmith everything that they could possibly want and they also sell firearms ammunition custom guns all one-stop shop man, for the firearm enthusiast in this country every part that you could possibly imagine upgrades all sorts of stuff so you AR guys i know you love them you got that is a mega store part so and they've got some really some really obscure stuff so if you got something weird that you're working on check them out midwestgunworks.com ohio outdoors five save yourself a percent
0: and i'll tell you paul i think i got a problem because you know i got my ar that i took for the coyotes and stuff and now it's just tinkering with it and every time i turn yeah. around i'm like i need a different wrench or i need another part or i want to do this or do that and i'm always i, I think they've delivered three boxes in my my house in the last week so oh man good stuff though <laughs> and i'm comfortable going there and I get the answers i need so yeah uh, on top of that ar 10 that you have from most gunworks you have a wonderful TS. thermal imaging scope ts 200 from, from x-vision 200 yep. yeah, that thing's pretty cool man it is uh i've been out a couple times trying to call in some dogs um co- not dogs coyotes coyote. let me let me call coyotes you yeah you're gonna get us canceled because someone's gonna have the dog mess and they're gonna blame you Yep. and uh, i am not a coyote whisperer yet so i'm still figuring this out but um man that, that... you said that you thought they were dend up pretty hard you didn't yeah, you know, that was what the Missouri guys. The breeding season. I I, I get that. That makes sense. There's a lot. Yeah. So. Um. So I don't know if I've even told you this, Paul, but somebody that I sold some some grass seed to, uh, friend of a friend. Him and I started talking, and he lives out in uh, we'll call it North Central Western Ohio, and uh, he's huge coyote hunter, right? Jason. No kidding. So Jason is like. Uh, when when we started talking about it, and I was kind of telling him about how I was interested in it, dude, he sends me videos every weekend, and he's like, "Come on out, man!" He's like, "Make sure you're well rested because we go all night." <laughs> and it's like, "Uh, <laughs> let me find that time. Let me find that time." To get yeah, out there because, uh, yeah, he's got some sick. At videos. that point, that's a full day commitment. Yes, because you're gonna you're gonna
1: you're gonna work all day, then you're gonna hunt all night, and then you're gonna sleep. Oh man. Yeah. As much fun as that sounds, that's a tough sell for me, man. Especially right after turkey
0: season or before turkey season. That ain't happening. Hard hard with little kids, right? Because they don't care. Oh, they don't yeah, care okay. that you were out all night trying to take out some predators. But yep. Thanks for our buddies. Half dash rack, half rack. They got some really cool stuff
1: coming out. Uh the meat lug, is that you can pre order that. When's that coming out? Do you have any idea? I haven't heard no from dead them.
0: air. I haven't heard. From
1: yeah, you. it's getting it's getting close. You got the hunter hanger. Those things are pretty neat. I got I got my bow sitting behind me. Uh, I've got a really neat spot picked out that I'm gonna hang that sucker from. Uh, looking forward to that. So, all sorts of accessories for the hunter. Uh, if you're doing any like land management, they've got they've got the tags, uh, you know, for for marking trees and all that good stuff uh, available as well. So half dash Ohio outdoors fifteen. Save yourself 15%. That's a ton. That's a good savings right there.
0: Ohio Outdoors 15 uh, off of your order. Absolutely. And they are also available on Go Wild. So, But I don't think that that code doesn't transfer, so you have to use it on the half rack code or on the website. So, finally, uh, we got First Light. So, thank you to the guys at First Light. They just came out with the trace pant and quarter zip system. Super light. Can't wait to use it. Need that nice weather to come back. Will be very nice for late turkey and early deer. Um, kind of excited to see what else they've got coming out this year and, uh, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop when things start pouncing out. So yes, we Yep. Yes, we will. I'll tell you what,
1: man, I lost, uh, I lost enough weight. I could fit into that Oregon hoodie that I bought last year. Oh my gosh. That is without a doubt my favorite piece of equipment or piece of clothing rather that I have. Uh, as soon as I put it on, fit I'm like, this is amazing. It might be why I have three of them. So, and, and I agree you know, dude, you. <laughs> for for this, um, for these early seasons, man, even even like later in the season during turkey season when it's like when it's cold in the morning and you're just sitting there working a tom or whatever, those things, that extra layer comes in. Oh man, I can't speak more highly of that. Building face mask, all of it. Origin hoodie—that's that has my stamp of approval for turkey on gear for sure. Awesome.
0: Uh, let's see. One other thing I want to cover—we've got so our buddy Justin Ross, who's running his archery hike for the second year. Uh, all that information is now up and available. So the website is archeryhike.com. com. The dates are going to be July seventh, eighth, and ninth, down in Hocking Hills. Um, you can register today, but. You're looking at 25 targets, 3D targets, testing your skills, but it's also getting – it's a legit hike through the woods. Like there's ups, downs, some areas you're like, I really – we're going to follow this path. Um, last year when we did it, it was like 90-some degrees, hot as hell. Um, but it's – it was awesome, and there's definitely different varying degrees of shots and all that kind of stuff, so you can register today. Uh, you can pick, I think there's one day, two day and three day passes Friday. It's from 10 to six, Saturday, eight to five, Sunday, eight to four on uh, a lot of the proceeds or I guess they go to farmers and hunters feeding the hungry. So this is the money that he earns off of this goes towards uh, helping to get the processing fees done and any deer that we um, donate next fall. So it's good stuff. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Looking forward to it's that good. again this year.
1: Yeah, good event, man. I can't I can't wait to do that. I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully. When's give
0: me the dates again? July 7th, 8th and 9th. 7th, 8th and 9th. There you go, boys. And then somebody's be- somebody's birthday what is, event. is July 10th, so Andrew Mons. and Urban Meyer and Sophia I Sophia Vagara, uh... the the chick from uh, Modern Family. Oh yeah, I'm in good company. Good yeah. for you.
1: You, you got a couple, you a couple stars there, man. That's pretty cool. Yes. So what else, man? What else we got? What, nothing, nothing crazy to report from the woods. Opening the turkey season here in the state. If you killed a turkey uh, or had some good interactions, find us on social media: the dot o two Go wild O2 podcast. Um, yeah, Send us, send us your success. Send us your failures. Whatever it is, man. Don't be afraid to talk about
0: it. All right. So I do news from around the state. There's a couple of things real quick. We've got uh Div- eh, division of wildlife acquires 492 additional acres at Woodland Trails. That's in Camden, Ohio. Uh, there's some mine safety training uh, earns national recognition. Uh, all these articles and stuff can be found at ODNR's website. But let's talk, Paul. Ohio's yeah. wild turkey hunting season is underway in 83 counties.
1: I am shocked at the turnout.
0: It was good, man.
1: The harvest totals over the weekend. Shocked. What do you got?
0: So so is this youth,
1: is this, is this youth season as well, or is this just the, the weekend opener?
0: No, just the weekend opener. Okay, so Ohio okay. hunters checked 4,078 wild turkeys during the opening weekend of spring hunting season, April 22nd and 23rd, according to ODNR Division of Wildlife. So what is 4,078 compared to in 2022? We were at 3,315. So we're up about 700 birds in the first two days compared to last year. The average taken the first two days of the previous three seasons is 3,590. So, I mean, you probably can't really correlate them completely, but a Apparently, it seems like the population is up a little bit, right? If there's more birds out there being taken or there's more hunters, we hear about how the hunter numbers continue to decline. So, I don't know. I am I am hopeful that we are talking about population increases, and that's uh, a big part of it. So, the I'll get back to the top 10 counties here in a second. But the Division of Wildlife has issued... 37,610 spring turkey permits. Uh, Let's see. In addition to the opening weekend results, so addition to the 4,078, the Utes took 1,823 turkeys on their opening or on their youth weekend. So, what is that? We're almost to 6,000 birds so far.
1: Um,. Interesting. And one, it, it was just barely over. It wasn't quite 12,000 for the harvest last year, the, the entire season.
0: You know, I don't have that in front of me. Yeah, it was 11 something. I know. I know. I'm pretty sure of that. Mark Wiley covered mm-hmm. that in last week's episode. So I should go back and listen to that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Good.
1: Good job. Well, hopefully. On. Yeah. Hopefully that's indicative of, uh, of good of good numbers and the weather. You think about the weather in like I feel like in the entire state it was just trash. I mean it was it poured rain on us and everyone that I know uh, that was hunting across various parts of the state. Uh, if it didn't, it was you know this the storm moved through and you were, you were fortunate. I mean it stopped raining on us heavy. What like right, right about seven o'clock it was it was done. So um, you know if you were east of our location. It, 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 it yeah. rained ran a pretty decent amount of the uh, the, the daylight hours. So.
0: so in following up like what Mark talks a lot about when we talk to him, a lot of this, you know, each, uh, each summer the Division of Wildlife collects information on young wild turkeys called poults. Brood surveys in 2021 and 2022 showed above average results that will benefit Ohio's wild turkey population this spring. So average poults per hen observed in 2022 was 3 and it was three point one in twenty twenty one. The ten year average is two point seven. So that's it's this we you know our weather that we're dealing with now is important for the future years, but those past couple of years um, that definitely helped out. Um, reminder: Let's see, wild turkey hunting in Ohio South Zone is open until May twenty first, and the hunting hours are from thirty minutes before sunrise until noon through April thirtieth beginning may 1st south zone hunters can hunt from 30 minutes before sunrise until sunset so you and i were talking about this the other day according to what this email says and we're not gonna this is not legal jargon but at sunset after may 1st sunset not 30 minutes after sunset it's sunset make sure you guys are on top of that also counsel a lawyer for legal advice um Paul, let's talk about the top 10 counties. Can I, can I guess? Okay, I'll go down I'll I'll give you a head start. I'll give you the first set, I just want to do the, I just
1: I just want to do the I want to do the top 3. Okay, so I'm I'll go I'll go right from now, so. I'll go from
0: I'll go from 10 down and you, and you can guess the top 3. Okay. So number 10 is Megs. <clears throat> number 9 Tuscaroras. Number 8 is Monroe. 7 is Jefferson, 6 is Harrison, 5 is Gallia, and 4 is Guernsey.
1: So I'm going to go Muskingum, Athens, Venton.
0: Number 3 with 117 birds was Belmont. Number 2 with 127 birds, Muskingum. And number 1 with 129 birds, Adams. Adams, there you go. I'll tell you killers, what. Turkey. That's Turk uh, killer From so 129 at Adams and 127 at Muskingum. I mean, they're neck and neck. Belmont not far yeah. behind. They got room. They could make it. So yeah, good for them. Megs had 104. So everybody else is in between. If if you're interested, but
1: Athens not on on that not on that top 10 list. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wild! What a week! What a weekend! Yeah, tag us in your post, man. I want to. I want to. I want to see. I want to see how you, what you guys
0: got going on. So, so you kind of talked a little bit about it, but we went out Saturday. You and I and Kenny, and yeah, uh, you know, you guys heard some gobbles. I did not, but uh, we walked through the woods and we never really saw anything. No, we didn't. We didn't see anything. It was just. Um...
1: I don't know, man. It was just one of those crappy public land hunts, man. It was just mucky and it rained and we were cold. We heard some turkeys and and we we, we were like trying to move on them and it just started like dumping rain and we couldn't hear anything. So it's just like, where'd they go? And it was a new area in a, in a, in a, a WMA that I've hunted a thousand times. Uh, and it just, I've never, never really worked over there. Um, But we're dealing with that brush, man. That just that that vegetation. What'd you call it? Japanese knotweed was just popping. It was was absolutely everywhere. So, yeah, it was just one of it was just a weird. It was a I don't know, man. That
0: that hunt had a real weird vibe to it. So I for for whatever reason, and I don't know much about turkeys. Like I could probably go out on my own and attempt to do it, but it'd probably end up like my deer hunting for the first six years of my career, uh, and very unsuccessful. So I was kind of just sitting back and observing, right? You guys have been at this for a long time. Uh, you know, you've been out down south with Mike Pentecost and on some successful hunts already this year. And I was just kind of like observing. And there's things I was like, why aren't we doing that? Or why aren't we doing that? And I haven't even told you about this. Right. So I because mm-hmm. I wanted to save this for the show. Um, but like one of the things when we walked out. So try to paint this picture here. We We parked the truck. We did a little bit of a hike. We came out into a pretty good big grassy field. And I don't know what was planted in there, but um, it's some kind of it was only about six inches tall or some kind of crop of sorts. And then it's surrounded by, you know, woods or whatever. And you guys didn't, we didn't do any calling for a very long time that morning. And I think part of it was like you weren't, you didn't have your gun with us or with you. Uh, It was Kenny and I. That we're gonna be shooting, and you were gonna call, and then at some point, you you told us like, "Hey guys, my my calls too wet. I can't. I
1: can't." Yeah, call. that's why I wouldn't call. I couldn't get freaking calls are too
0: wet. So, but we didn't do like an owl hoot or anything right uh-huh. off the bat, going in there in an the attempt to get them to to gobble on a roost. Yeah. Is that is that normal or is that like? No, tell, tell that's because
1: thought. I've. That's that's because I've hunted that same area a ton. I know that there's like there's turkeys in that area, pretty regularly um, through throughout the year. Um, I like I know that they roost pretty close. It was dumping rain that morning, and they're like everyone tells you, their tendencies when it's raining is to hit the hit the open fields, which driving down the roads or hunting. Like I mean, you see them when it's raining. Like you see large groups of them in the field. So just from like historical experience at that that area like i know that i i I hear turkeys roosted in those areas all the time like they were they were kind of around so my thought was like if they're they're gonna hit they're gonna they're gonna come they're gonna come and and hit those fields uh that that's what i hoped right um so just because you outhood at them doesn't mean they're gonna gobble you know um yeah, it, it's just that's the thing. Like, it's you never know what they're going to do. It was cold. It was windy. It was rainy. So I'm thinking what well, they're going to be pretty, pretty quiet and they're going to hit, they're going to hit that field and head to it, you know, try to, try to warm up as, as quick as they can. But, um, I'm sure at some point there was a bearded turkey in that field during that day. We just didn't happen to be sitting there. Uh, when, well, you when were, he came. you were
0: standing out in that field at one
1: point. So that does count, bearded turkey. So yeah, I, um, If, if, if I'm, if I'm wanting, like, I just, just with that weather, man, I mean, it was just so crappy and like that area, you know, like is real prone to flooding, you know, kind of, kind of along the, along the edges of the river there. Um, So I felt, I felt like confident, like, okay, you know, if they're, if they're close, they're going to hit this, they're going to hit this field. Um, You know, it's funny, like Sunday I took, I took some Justin and Brandon out, two good friends of mine. And uh he commented on like how subtle the calling was in the morning that I did. And it's just those real light tree yelps on that per pot. And it is like super quiet, man. And it's just, it's just nasally and tinny. And it sounds like you're just like, God, that sounds kind of gross. Um, but man, if there's anything close, they freaking hone in on that. They lock in on that a lot of times and they'll gobble hard. And you know, it's a way that, I think Scott Ellis has talked about it like he and, and I know Dave Owens, too. I remember in a conversation with Dave, he said that's the number one thing that people comment to him when they hunt with them for the first time. I was like, why? Like, your calling is so soft. And when I hunted with Mike, like the first thing, I'm like, wow, his calling is way softer than mine. And those turkeys are just like, ow, ow. I mean, and, and, and so that's like just a learning lesson that I've gotten from you know, just hunting with, with really good Turkey hunters is you don't always have to have a, you know, kick the wall down type approach. So, and that's something that like, I've not always done even, even like in like first light, you know, just and not necessarily aggressive, but louder than what it, what it needs to be. Um, you know, and, and because we underestimate the, the hearing capabilities of wild Turkey, I guess. So okay.
0: now <laughs> But one of the other th- questions I had was how did we decide on where we were going to sit? And that field was pretty big. I don't know. It was at least 100 acres. Mhm. It was uh, a big field. And uh so there was you just going by historical, you know, they're kind of generally in this area or cuz we walked all the way across it or we were playing the wind at all to try to catch any noise. I think we were walking west. So, yeah,
1: like we were, we were facing east, not that the sun matters, but um, you people say, you know, like good hunters tell you that, that, you know, turkeys don't like walking into the sun because that, you know, it it affects their vision Um, that I wanted the so like all that flooding was behind us. Right. So my thought is like, there's probably not going to be anything roosted in the woods there. You know, I'd rather, you know, not risk bumping them out of the roost when we set up and who knows there are going to have been 10 of them roosted right there. And it's just how the, but you know, like it was real, it was flooded back there. So like, I was thinking like, okay, that's flooded. It's real short. The, the river's right there. Uh It's super mucky down there. So they're, they're probably not going to be in there. They're going to be in like these nicer areas, you know, just cause I've, I've been there. There's a lot of uh, nicer areas for a Turkey to walk through. And so if they come into that field, like the way that that field was sloped, um, we had a great look at the field, like all corners where where we were at. And so my thought was, okay, the flooding's to the back. The sun's going to be in our face if for whatever magical reason all the clouds break. Um, and if a turkey flies down into the field at any point in that field, they're going to be able to see us. Because we were kind of like on that high side of that that field with all that flooding to our backs that's why that's why i was like let's go let's go set it set over here so we have we had a full view we could see everything we could see every corner of that field turkeys could see could see us as well so got it set up picking a setup so yeah
0: no i I mean i'm not questioning any of it i was just i was observing and, and trying to like take mental notes of why we're doing certain things because I'm still trying to pick all this stuff up. You know? Yeah. And that's something that like, I've been, I've, I've put a
1: lot of effort into learning, you know, when I do get to go out with these hunters that are, that are much better at Turkey hunting than I am, like just how they move through the woods, how they see the, see the woods, you know, and, and how they, they're you know, some of these really good hunters that I've talked to on the H that, you know, how to hunt turkeys podcast. It's amazing how they just talk about like, you know, like understanding how turkeys move day in and day out and how they use the landscape and the terrain and what they like and what they're looking for. And you can do all of that. And then a Turkey may choose to do none of it. That's part of the, part of the fun, I guess, but for the most part, you know, they, they have their, they have their tendencies. And, and so I'm like, they like, they like to be in fields when it's raining. So what everyone says, you know, if they've got that option that, you know, they're probably going to take it. So. that day they didn't and if they did they you know we i mean we saw a turkey fly out of the roost over the tree line into the other field it was the only turkey that we saw all day
0: and that's a one of the kind of gambles out there is that there were quite there's a few fields right that are kind of broken up by these i don't they're not fence rows but small wood fingers or whatever (laughs) so uh you, you pick the wrong field and you might not see them but um obviously then using your historical knowledge of the area that would come into play as well so it was a tough one. Yeah, and no, the, no doubt about it. It
1: was and that that other field like for us to set up yeah. in. The the brush is just like the you know the vegetation is a little a little higher, a lot higher. Um, that was- it's a lot higher. Yeah, and it's just it's like there's more terrain to it so you know you could be sitting on a spot and not and not be able to see anything. Um but yeah, it didn't it didn't work out. That's turkey hunting and you know I know my buddies Brandon and Justin had had one hell of a hunt. Lots of turkeys gobbling lots of hens around them i went out with them we we got permission on the farm uh we went out too and and it was uh hen city man when i was out there on sunday so yeah but it was cool they were around it was funny there was a point like it felt bad for brandon he had one of those like like um like his butt like he just like slid off the seat these hens andrew around us for like seriously over 90 minutes almost two hours and we all, I had to pee so freaking bad. Justin had to pee. It was, it was funny. Justin scared one of the hens off and his hens like 40 yards from us. And he just like, he moves like really suddenly and really loud. And I'm like, Justin Rush, what are you, what are you doing, man? He's like, I fell through my seat. <laughs> we all just start laughing. His seat cracked. we're on field. edges. like this is small property. We're not like, we're right. not moving we're trying to be comfortable. Uh <laughs> That end booked out. I did like just some soft calling, And then she came like right back. They were on there for hours. It felt so bad. I had to pee. Justin had to pee. Brandon, like his butt was completely numb. It was miserable. And those hands, dude, they did not call much. Like they, they just like the softest yelping. And it was so pretty, but I, I, I sent that video to you. I mean, they were 15 feet from us for 20 minutes. Very man. close. Very close. Oh, dude. It's were you guys, in were, a, so, were
0: you in a ground blind?
1: I had the Newcomb hunting blinds out in front of us. I had three of them. So I had two in front of us and one behind us because the, the way the field is like the it's, it's mostly pasture. And so there's like a little strip and then there's like a, you know, the line fence and then a lot, you know, the turkeys kind of roost behind us. Um, but every time we've seen them like from the road, like they're in the fields, you know? Yeah. um, And there's just a ton of Turkey sign out there. So, you know, it's it's secluded, and, and like that that particular part of the farm that we were hunting, there was you couldn't see them from the road. It was like this little swale, and it was super protected. Um, but man, the the toms they just stayed behind us. We could hear them gobbling, but they were like on they were on other property, and they and we just do we just ran out of time. We ran out of you know ran out of shooting hours to to hunt them. So. Yep. But yeah, it was cool. It was good. cool. It was so so a good hunt today. Seeing so, you know, just just bumping around, man. Just just relaxing, enjoying. You know, getting my Southern Ohio hunting legs on me and putting some miles on the boots. So it was good, man. It was it was a, it was a soul clean I just shut my phone off. Good. It was a soul cleansing day. So
0: gotta have that every once in a while. So oh yeah. So what else yep. is going oh, on, yeah. Paul?
1: What else you, you want, want to talk well, about? My, else, my viral talk nonsense? about yeah. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that, and, and I'm going to try to be uh, humble and positive because, man, that's just my 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 personality. If you're listening to the show for any like amount of time, like I, you probably feel I I feel like you like you know me at this point. Like I try to be a genuine guy and humble, and and so I did the OKS Hunter podcast the other day. Uh, our friend Eric Clark invited me to come on and talk about turkeys, and it was great, man. I, like, I, I got off that interview, and I was like, man, that, like that just felt like a really good interview. It felt, you know, really positive. And their mission is, you know, not shaming hunters, and if it's legal and it's your tag, like, just enjoy the sport, the pursuit of hunting, like, soak it in. And it's a, it's a message that I can get behind, you know. Um, I hate like I hate the shaming that, that people go through, you know. Like you shoot a, you shoot like a small buck right? And you're pumped, man. And people are like, yeah, you suck. You piece of shit. Kill yourself. It's just nuts, right? Like social media is just a vile place a lot of times. And, and a, and a lot of that, like that, that Hunter V Hunter, man, I I, don't, I don't, I don't like that. And so I, whoa, buddy, welcome to the internet, Paul Campbell. Welcome to the Hornet's Nest, Paul Campbell. Uh, It was, it was wild, man. So I was on this, I was on the podcast and, um, sorry, we're gonna have to, I'm, I to, I got to take this call. Give me a second. All right, Andrew. Sorry. If you're listening, I had to take a work call. I, I had to interrupt. I could not, could not miss this call. Um, it is dang near 10 o'clock on Monday night here. Um, but so yeah, man. So I did the, I did the, I did the OKS hunter interview. Um, and it was just really good, man. It was, it was a really good talk. Eric's a, a phenomenal interviewer and it, at one point, like he he had made a comment about uh, like that sticker that he had about, you know, no Jake break and, and Jake, you know, Jake being an an, an, an immature male Turkey. And so we, uh, he asked me, he's like, would you shoot a Jake? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you damn right. I would, you know? Um, and, and so there's a lot of context with the conversation that we had and, um, you know, would I shoot a Jake? Yes. If I, I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm, a, if I'm in a state where it's legal and I'm out of state and that's like my lap, my only chance, my last chance. Yeah, I'm going to do it, man. Um, and so, and so what's, what's interesting. And, and so where, where I went wrong, I, I made a comment. And I was just like, you know, yeah, I would shoot a Jake. And so people always talk about how there's like, um, if you're shooting Jake's, there's uh, you're hurting the the population of the wild Turkey because that's your future. Right. And so I've read all of the research, man, and this is where, this is where it gets just nuts. Andrew, I've read the research. I I've seen it. Like I have it, like I have the receipts for this, that there are countless researchers. There are countless biologists that have said that like, so, some mature turkeys do 99% of the breeding every year, mature turkeys and the way that they do it, we won't get into it. So not all mature turkeys are breeding. Um, and, and so my comment, I was just like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like it's, it's okay to shoot a Jake. Like if it's, it's not as like, basically what the gist of it was, it's not bi as biologically impactful as, as what people say that it is,
0: is. Let's see people, I mean, yeah, go ahead. When you say mature Turkey, you mean yeah? how old Jake is, uh, almost a year. Jake is Jake is a yep. first year, almost,
1: almost a year old. And then, so, so a mature Turkey is, is. two two and up okay that's a mature that's a mature turkey and so um i can't say like all of the studies all of the reports where it talks about like um harvesting of immature male turkeys has no significant impact no biological impact right and so and then and it talks about like you know 99 percent of the breeding is done by mature turkeys. And so my comment, the first comment that I went wrong, I was like, you can shoot that Jake. Like there's like a 0% chance that he's breeding. Right. Cause Jake's are dude—they're immature. They're like just dumb little kids. Right. Through studies. Are,
0: are they sexually mature? Like, could they?
1: Breed? That's the thing. So some of them are like, you look at the research. Chamberlain's talked about it. Like some some Jake's are, and then some Jake's they're not sexually mature. Like they literally like do not produce semen to fertilize hens all right and and like wild turkey hens are super weird man like they pick like they pick the toms that they want to breed with and so just because and and here's and here's where the internet got nuts man um like just because like you see a turkey like a male turkey humping a female turkey doesn't mean that they're breeding all right it's like dry humping in middle school months you weren't you weren't doing it dry humping Get all your clothes on. Jake's got his clothes on, man. Yes. He's dry humping in his parents' basement. All right. Sure. So that's it, right? Just because you see it doesn't mean like that's anecdotal evidence, right? And we and, and so the internet was having my freaking ass, dude. They're like, I've seen Jakes humping decoys and I see Jakes breed. Yeah, they breed like two, it's like it's literally like like one percent or less, right? Of the total breeding. And so that was my point, man. Like, don't let that conversation, like the science tells us that it is okay for, for people to harvest jakes. And there's actually, like, I was talking to a biologist just this week, man, a a wild turkey biologist just this week about how they look at, like, and I'm not going to get into it because I'm too dumb to talk about it. Like health indicators of overall, like, like flock populations with the, the Jake numbers. Right. And, and, and so like higher jakes, you know, like it's not a bad thing. Like if there's more Jake's being taken, like it's a good overall indicator of like herd health or flock health. Right. And dude, people were just like, like Andrew, I've literally gotten death threats, That's death a, threats. It's insane. It's insane. Death threats over this. And people were like, and, and so the, so the, and, and Eric did a really nice job. The clip is really good. Like, so he cut a lot of the, the, the context out of it. Um, and I'm not mad about that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You got, I mean, I get it, it was, and it was a great clip. I and 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 so I stand by like, dude, I I've read all these research projects. I misspoke. I said I said there's like a zero percent chance. And then I said, like, there's a chance too that he's not gonna breed next year because dude, we don't know if that Jake's got a crooked foot or some crap like that, or gets hit by a car, or gets killed by an owl or something. We don't know, like we don't know if that Jake's gonna be around to breed next year, or if he's like a a, a suitable breeding turkey. We just don't know. And so my point is, man, like if there's the, the biological impact from shooting a Jake is minimal, minimal. That's what the freaking research says. But the Internet knows otherwise. Right. Dude, they've literally been trashing me. Um, I, I, there's like it's probably close to when I looked at it, it, I, it was over 150 or 160,000 views, hundreds of comments. And you know, some people were very supportive. You know, one guy was just like, "Oh yeah," and no, I I walk around with a, a wild a wild turkey biologist every year on my farm. And he says the exact same thing. You know, you listen to Chamberlain, and and so like I what I what is crazy is like turkeys are super nuanced, man. The breeding of turkeys are nuanced, and every time you've heard me say this, every time I have one of these like biological conversations, and this wasn't even biological. This was just about not being a dick to fellow hunters, right? That's what this conversation was about. But the way that it was presented, it was definitely like a biological conversation on on my part, right?
0: So, um, do you think that some of, the, I mean, I, I don't know if it's misinformation or lack of knowledge. I'm not going to say I, when I when I hear you talk about this, like, and you explained it to me, it makes sense, right? Yeah. But people think about things in human standards anthropomorphizing things you know if if you take out the 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 old males and just have more young males come through if you think about it yeah. like deer it's not the same is it just that we're trying to you know cross all these different species in the same way and and people don't yeah. realize
1: it that's that's exactly what it is cuz they're like oh you you leave the you leave the the turkeys they mature they get bigger they they breed more and so people people are they're putting like a deer trophy mentality on like a, a bird. And it just, it's not, it's not the same animal, right? I mean, it's not the same. It's, it's literally not the same species. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's a bird versus what is, is a, an ungulate or a cervid or whatever, you know? Um, that's just crazy, man. And you know, I preface that by saying, listen, I'm not a wild biologist a wildlife biologist. I'm just an idiot that listens to people. And I ask questions and I try to, I try to understand, and people probably do, it, it is insane to what people were saying about me. And it's all, all because of that, like one comment. And, and, and so like, at one point I talk about like, um, I made, I made a comment where like, you know, you kill a Jake, like you're not affecting the population, and so people were like, "You kill a turkey, it comes off the landscape." Literally, like the next part of that conversation that wasn't in the clip was the role that hunters have when we remove turkeys from the population. Like when we kill turkeys, we don't, you know, we don't. A lot of times we don't account for the impacts that that we have. You know, is is hunters and and, and the impacts. And so like all of that was missed. So people were like, "You dumbass!" I'm like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like welcome to TikTok, welcome to instagram dude i had people like messaging me dude like i like one one and 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 talking to our buddy brad one guy was so fucking excuse me so vile he was just like i wish i could get your phone number and dude i responded to him with my phone number and the words love to chat and i've yet to hear from him because i like one there's a part of me i told you this the other day there's a part of me that really loves the passion that people have and like they're they're like well this guy's a dumbass yeah i am i definitely am um but I want to protect this 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 sport. I want to protect this creature, and I want to protect hunters. Wild turkey hunters, dude, more than anyone of those people comment on TikTok. I can I can guarantee that, and I've done more to do that in my life than they probably ever will. But I don't say that to them because I don't, I don't want to get into it, man. I I was just like, yeah, dude, I definitely misspoke, man. My bad. And people like you, piece of shit. Family sucks. You suck. One guy was like, "You should take a load of TSS to the face." I could help you out with that. I'm like, "Oh my god, man, this is insane! What? It is absolutely insane, oh you know." And it's just like, it's just like, dude, the ones that are really bad, you know, to, the, to message me. I'm like, "Dude, I, if you want to talk, man, we'll talk. Do you want me to send you the like the study? Like one one one, one like so? I pulled up one research that I that I read. I was like, it was 104 pages long. I'm like, oh my god, dude. So I, you know what I did? I went through and highlighted what." what i wanted to show people read the app. So if anyone wants it no, if anyone have. wants it i have all of it you know i had a, a biologist buddy of mine did the same thing highlighted a bunch of stuff send it to me i've had a couple biologists listen to it and they're just like yeah no like what you're saying you know it's like don't ever talk in absolutes because we've all learned that and one of them used the you know talking about deer like oh you know like uh, you'll, you'll never see a deer feeding on uh, a tuesday on an east wind you know, on a, on a corn pile or whatever. And he'd like, inevitably someone would be like, ah, oh, bullshit. I got this trail cam picture from 1997 that tells you you're dumb, you right. know? And it's just like, he's like, you never talk in absolutes. And so it brought up an, an interesting conversation with him. This is like a literally, like, this is a researcher, dude, a biology research, biological, like biology, professor researcher that's just that, that talked about like how hard it is to get the information out that they have to talk about it. He's like, you people argue with me. And he's like, I'm talking about a three-year study. And they're like, that's ah, not right. It's not what I see. And he's like, how do you beat that? Like, how do you combat that? You know, to where we're like, so we're, we're, we're so conditioned in life that my perspective is right. Everyone else be damned. And I'm the type of person, Andrew, and you know, me, man, we've known each other for a while. Like this, this, like this scenario that this happened. Like I misspoke. I definitely did, man. I shouldn't have said 0% because it's not, it's 1%. Right. Right. And honestly, it's probably like less than 1%, but I still said something wrong. That's what bothers me. It's not the comments. It's not the hate, you know, it's the fact that like I said something that wasn't right about, you know, about turkeys and, and breeding. And that's important to me. And like, there's a super non you know, nuanced conversation. And I try to dumb it down for like, for myself to understand it. That's what bothers me the most that like, I need to be a, like i need to learn more and i need to communicate more effectively so that stuff like this doesn't happen because what like, i mean really like what it was like it was wrong like with the information that i relayed was wrong was the heart and soul of it right absolutely man don't shame other hunters for something that you don't quite frankly know what the fuck you're talking about okay stop it yeah no that's I, all
0: i got i'm with you and i the whole thing is it's just a, a sign of the times i think i mean Social media, podcast, whatever, they give us a platform to talk, they give you an opportunity to talk, so it gives yeah. these other people a chance to talk, but come on, people, like let's just be people and and chill out a little bit, and you know, we had that talk we did with the guys from Vances was that last fall, and I yeah. think the exact line that I used was that like, bow hunting was not easy, okay that's it bow hunting, deer, whitetail deer is not easy, okay now total semantics right what you deem as easy and what i deem as easy can be two different things all right and i mean the comments and stuff on there people were going crazy and then they changed the words that it's like oh he says bow hunting deer is hard well i waddle out to my stand in front of my corn pile like and it's and it's not hard you know well okay for you that's not hard if you want to go public land and deep and, and you know you could throw all these different things into it to make it more difficult to make it not easy but it's just what you know i know the guys that go wild and their podcasts have gotten eaten up for misspeaking yeah. before everybody's oh my human. yeah like, it's just so easy to do you know why
1: because we're we're all idiots, man. We, we do it to ourselves, right? We don't have to do this. We don't have to sit on this podcast and talk. I don't have to go on the okayest Hunter and talk. I don't have to put myself out there. You don't have to do that. You know, we choose to do this. And so when you do that, be ready for the consequences, I guess, is the story. But a little grace, man, in this world goes a long way, Sure, you does. know? And I, you know, it's, it's, there was like, some of the comments were so, they're really cool, man. They're like, you know, like Jake's like, definitely like can breed, like. You know, I've seen it. Yeah. You've seen it once again, 1%, you know, they're probably not actually breeding. They're just dry humping. Um, But they're like, I get what you're trying to say, you know, yeah. don't. And, 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 and that's what that's, man, I I will protect someone's right to like, um, you to shoot something that's legal, use their tag, enjoy it. I mean, dude, I can't tell you, like, it's, it's, it's funny because all of this starts happening, you know, last Tuesday. And then out of nowhere, dude, I start getting these messages because of the How to Hunt Turkeys podcast. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this message. I'm not gonna talk about who it is. It's one of the listeners of the How to Hunt Turkey podcast. And I actually think he listens to this show as well. Uh, and this was Saturday afternoon, man. So this is a couple of days after all this is going on. I said, "Wow, man! After nearly 20 years hunting these bastards on public land, I finally got one. 20 years, man! It's first turkey's been hunting these. The entire hunt from Friday scouting and then Saturday range. So the shot was epic." Um. I called this Jake in from about 200 yards and took the shot uh, at 30 yards. I was using his old Remington 870, man, turkey gun. I'm telling you, I just killed more turkeys than anything else combined. Uh, I was, um, I thank you and your podcast. I was patient and called stopped calling at the right times because of the people on your show. I'm on cloud nine, man. Thank you. And he sent me four pictures of him and this Turkey. And there actually was really cool, man. I didn't read this part. There's a little button buck that was like all over him. I mean, literally look at this picture. You can't, I don't know if you can see it. this is a button buck that's smelling his shotgun. That's laying on this dead Turkey. That's awesome. It was in his, it was in his blind. And, and, and that's the stuff that like, I, I see that this man's been hunting turkeys on public land for 20 years, man. He got his first turkey and it was a Jake and all those people on that TikTok look at this guy as a, is, is, is an idiot. You know, first you shoot this Jake and you know, you're bull crap. And like, but that's not true, man. That guy's a Turkey hunter, dude. That's what he is, man. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrated with the people and you know, I had, I, there was a conversation on there. One, one guy told me, he's like, I raised my 14 year old daughter. I just had this conversation about not shooting Jake's and this is his comment because the, Spurs are small, the beard small, the tail small, and I'm embarrassed to tell my friends that I shot a Jake. I'm like, dude, that is such a sad way to view turkey hunting. It's not like that, man. It shouldn't be like that. And if it's
0: like that for you, I, I mean, do you, right? If that's I think your that's your thing, man, and if you're gonna only shoot yeah. 170 class inch deer, that's fine too. But don't tell me about all the 140s and one fifties that you passed on. Like yeah,
1: because I'm going to shoot that 140 every time,
0: you know. And someday maybe I'm, I will, but like, th- it's one of those things. If that's what you're at, if that's hunt your hunt, right? That's what all these guys say. If that's your thing, that's fine. Yeah. Don't give everybody yeah. else hell for it. If they're if they're doing yeah. it legally and stuff, that's part of the game. It's part of the yeah. the sport.
1: That's it, man. Yep, that's it. And also, I'll I'll support that. At, you know, any point. The one thing that I will say that I that I found interesting. I've heard some biologists say that at this point. Talking about shooting something that's legal, but impacting the population negatively, impacting the population. Obviously, anytime we take turkey out the landscape, it's a negative impacting. But I heard Doctor Marcus Ashley, uh, Lashley, excuse me, talk about he, his comment at this point. We shouldn't be shooting bearded hens during during the spring, even though that's a legal that's a legal bird to shoot, and if you want to shoot it, do that. But I think you seriously consider because of the population issues that we have had. That's like shooting four or five turkeys with one shot. You know, if we got three poults per hen, that's the average. And she's, you know, she could have higher than that. She could have less than that. She could have five poults. You just killed six turkeys. That's tough, man. So that's one of those like soul searching things. If you're like, yo, dude, I shot the spirit of hen. I'm like, good for you, man. Let's take some pictures. Congratulations. And then I would say like, okay, so next year, <laughs> Let's think about this. You know, think about the biological impact, but when science tells you there's no biological impact, dude, grip and rip. That's all I can say. So if you're still listening to this, um, I love you. And I thank you for listening to this podcast. Here's, a, um,
0: here's another shout out for our guys at go wild where the community does yeah. support you. And uh, it's all about ethical hunting and, and doing things yeah. the, the right way and, and supporting each other. None of this TikTok crap the Instagram crap where you just get beaten up on it. So if you haven't been on there, please go check that out. Um, It'll be worth your time. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was a man. And dude, the podcast
1: was just good, man. It was a good conversation. It really was. And, and it was so overshadowed by, by that. And at one point, you know, a couple of people had like listened to it and they're like, yeah, I like listen to the rest of the podcast, like listen to the conversation before most, you know, some during that com that, you know, that comment, that clip. And then, and then after, like, it all makes, like, it all, it all makes sense. Right. 1% Andrew, uh, this is the braiding done by immature birds. 1%. So I'm, I've got, I've got shirts coming, say Turkey got on them. Our buddy Jacob Knight from Go Wild texts me. He's like, "Who died made you turkey god?" (laughs) Oh, buddy. (laughs) Oh man, I'm gonna light it on fire, dude. (laughs) Some, some way, some. But I'm just, you know, I I don't want to. I just want to educate people man and i and and that's what's so frustrating is that i misspoke man that's that's what bothers me the most it's not the comments it's not the hate because the reality is dude like and i'm gonna say this 99 percent of those people will throw back there i beat their ass in real life and
0: i, I could say that with like full like full conviction man. start <laughs> using the anchor band line like 60 percent of the time it works every time you know and yeah. just talk like that gosh, dude man it's just it's um it's a, that was a learning
1: lesson, dude. And Eric, I was, I was doing my dishes and this is like three hours after, like, after our interview and he's like, Hey man, you're, you're about to go viral on TikTok." I'm like,
0: <laughs> damn it, Eric. He knew I'm damn like, well what he was doing too. Yeah. Huh? I'm like,
1: what, what, <laughs> this thing had been up for like an hour and I pull it up and it had like 5,000 views. And I was like, Oh, that's a good clip. I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. I like that. And, and it was just really neat how he did it. I'm like, Oh, you got to teach me how to do it. And then it was just like two hours later. It was like,
0: ding, oh my god, ding, that's ding, it.
1: Ding. Oh, dude, I was just like, wow, people are really mad about that. I should go back and like, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, it's definitely not zero percent. So, oh well. You know what? I'll, yeah, all all they, I can say is, I, I, you know what? I pray, I wish you would have left in the part where I'm like, I'm not a biologist. I'm just an idiot because that's,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's true. Then, like, oh, you're, you're like your warning message. Warning, yeah. not a biologist, idiot. That's what
1: I changed my. I just it's, I changed my TikTok profile because it shows you like how many like profile views you have, and dude, it is it's a lot. <laughs> well, people you were like, you like, who the hell is this guy? And so I'm on there. It says, "Not a
0: biologist." Just keep you keep, an idiot, you keep so. uh, keeping the TikTok world entertained, oh God, right? Man. Oh, you can dude. have that. What a mess! Ma- hey, what, what a mess! <laughs> but we do all we all make mistakes, man. So it like don't beat we, yourself we do. up over you know your absolute thing and learning experience or whatever but to hell with those people so
1: and what's and you know and 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 here's what's crazy is like the hat that i was wearing people were like oh where'd you get that i just pulled it up just to see it that was the first comment hey where'd you get that hat it's the hat that i'm wearing right now which you can get at turkeyseason.com so i was talking to eric that like i sold all these hats when this video went live and i'm like Dude, I'm about to be the Tucker Carlson of the turkey hunting world, and just say like the craziest stuff that I can come up with. You know, like I saw a bear mate with a turkey one time, <laughs> and just like just get people all worked <laughs> up, and they're gonna be like, "Kill yourself, Paul!" I'll be like, "Turkey's <laughs> not just Sold out of hats all the time.
0: So, well, man, bear pig back, and
1: oh yeah, I'm I mean- gonna show up at the NWTF convention with my turkey god shirt. People are gonna be like, "This guy," I'm not. That's a joke. I'm not that freaking conceited, but. Oh, man. That's what a funny. mess, dude. No. What I do talk about, like, just poking a hornet's That's nest, dude. That internet TikTok. I was just like, funny. <laughs> so
0: well, we'll give her hell again that. this week. And, uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now if I get a chance and there's a Jake in front of me and it's the only bird I got, it might be the only time I get out this week. This hell, juvenile turkey of killing son, of bitch, Andrew Munts. Get it? I
1: can't believe it.
0: I'll, I'll, and you know what? Here's the reality,
1: dude. Like if I if I get a tur, if I if I had a Jake bird come in on me today, I would just take a video of him because there's a little bit of me that I like. Do you look at that big old rope hanging from my freaking office? Look, look at the size of that man. Right? That's I, I like that. I, I I will. I I like shooting big turkeys. I am tell you right now, the last day of the season, Jake. I eat him. I mean, look at that fan on the wall, dude. That's the first I ever kill. That's a Jake. I didn't
0: know any different. I wouldn't know the difference, okay? I don't know. Anywho, yeah, because yeah, you would, because I'm gonna be like Andrew. That's because if you're an him. idiot, I'm, <laughs> if you're an idiot, then I'm like the super idiot when it comes to that. So,
1: anywho, we'll give it hell this week.
0: Oh, we'll uh, what
1: a day. Come back next. Yeah, week. Yeah, we're gonna and, give it hell. Let us know man. how your turkey season going, man. You got you got some crazy stuff. Let me know. I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna say this again. I'm not an authority. Uh, in the Turkey hunting world, I've been around enough. If you're having some tough, some tough hunts, man, there's, there's an episode that I just put out on my how to hunt turkeys podcast called burn the boats. Listen to that episode. If you, uh, and so third week of July or excuse me, third week of May, look at me talking nonsense. People were like, "Oh, Paul's hunting turkeys in July, <laughs> third week of May." Th- I don't hunt turkeys in July, Andrew. Third week of May. If you if you are having a tough time, how to hunt turkeys podcast, click on "Burned Boats." I want you to listen to that episode. So. That's all I got, man. Thanks for following us. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for allowing me to get on my soapbox. Thanks for all your support. Give us a review on Apple, iTunes, whatever the hell it is, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you for the support of the show. We really appreciate you. You can find us on the um, now
0: I appreciate every one of you. I really do. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much, and we will talk to you next week.